Hi, my name is Gus, and this year I turned 50 and hit official menopause. I have a dream where every woman past 40 looks forward to, even prepares for, and feels excited about the richness, the potential, the opportunities that await her as she makes the transition from mother to menopause. This podcast was born out of my desire to bring these conversations out into the open for more ears to hear. I sense there is a quiet revolution underway where a new story around menopause and the years leading up to it is being reclaimed and rewritten by the women who are choosing to make this transition in their own way. Women who want to break free from the cultural expectations of how this phase of our life should play out and look. From experience, I know this takes inner work and being truly unapologetically ourselves, but it is potent and available to every single woman who wants it. This podcast is an invitation to open your mind and heart to relish even in the possibilities and opportunities that I believe this part of our life journey offers us. I'll be having conversations with women in their 40s and 50s who are navigating this transition and rewriting their menopause story in their own unique way to one that is much more fulfilling, enriching and meaningful than we might have been led to believe was possible. You will no doubt hear how change is embraced rather than feared, how vibrant and exciting life can be at this age. My intention with these conversations is that they are thought-provoking, expansive and uplifting, that they inspire feelings of curiosity, open-heartedness and courage. These stories of ours are not prescripted. They are ours to write or rewrite. And this feels like true freedom to me. Welcome to Rewriting Menopause Stories. So I'm coming to you today with a solo podcast because I have spent the last six weeks or so in a bit of a rut that has actually ended up feeling like a peaceful semi-retreat from life. Not a full retreat. I still have family and you know responsibilities and my kids but definitely a semi-retreat from life, very peaceful one. And it's had me thinking and contemplating about autumn and menopause and the void, which is the kind of rut or space that I've been in, that kind of in-between place. If we were to talk about the seasons of our life and compare them to the seasons of nature, then autumn would be our menopause season. So summer is the season when we are in the mother archetype and spring is the season when we are in the maiden archetypal part of our life. So that would be young girl that's had her first period kind of into before we hit the mother archetype. And I think it's important to say that obviously we step into the mother archetype when we actually give birth, but 
I don't feel like it's only when we give birth. I feel that women that have moved through the maiden part of their life, maybe their 30s and their 40s, they 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 are in that mother archetype for sure. Very nurturing, giving, caring, very balanced. And then perimenopause is kind of when we've got one foot in the mother archetype and we're transitioning into this um, menopause autumn phase of our life for, from summer to autumn. Now, on top of this, autumn, if we see it through the lens of nature, it pretty evidently is the season of letting go. And all around you, you're seeing the trees letting go of the leaves that they've been holding on to since spring. And, and they're letting go in such a beautiful, easeful, graceful way. There is zero resistance. The leaves just float off the tree and the whole process just looks so effortless. So there, there's, there's a massive lesson from nature for us at this time of year. And so to carry on with this metaphor, with autumn, there's also decay. And it's this part of the process when it's happening within our life, which it does, that we don't like. We don't like the idea of decay. Like the word itself doesn't feel good. We shrink from it. We, we like the idea of growth. Growth sounds good. It's newness. It's freshness. It's starting over. It's energizing. And it has us feeling like we're fitting in with the linear world we live in. Always in progress, always striving towards goals, always moving forwards. But if you look at nature again, there can be no spring without autumn. You know, the trees need this letting go season and this turning inward season in order to be able to grow once more in the next season. And even though it's staring us in the face, we literally find it so hard to integrate these principles into our lives. Partly. I feel it's because we live and believe ourselves to be so separate to nature. But also in this case, for this season, autumn, autumn vibes, they're tricky to embrace and embody because there is a darker, more introspective side. Decay lives here. This letting go and I'm not talking about easy things that you want to let go of. <laughs> I'm talking about the things that you know you need to let go of, but you're so fucking scared because it's big. It's uncomfortable. It would rock the boat. It might change the way someone you love feels about you. It may mean that someone you love is disappointed in you. It may change how they think of you. And we are so scared of that happening. So we don't let go. We hold on to things that we know deep down aren't working for us anymore. So alongside autumn, 
and I'm obviously in the Northern Hemisphere in autumn right now as I record this, what seems to be happening at this time of year, and I've been talking to quite a few people that are also experiencing this alongside me, is that you know, it, it's it's the perfectly natural time of year for me to be experiencing this quite this this being in the void, being in a place and a space where I feel empty. I feel nothing. I felt numb, unsure, uncertain, and it feels wobbly. It feels unsettling. You know, you're not sure what's around the corner. You're not sure how you feel. You don't always feel great. You feel heavy lost, confused, stuck, like you're walking around in a thick fog or in mud. Kind of feel like you've lost your identity. Who even are you? You don't feel together. You don't feel you. And all of this can look and feel a bit messy and ugly. And that frightens the living daylights out of us. We want to keep going. We just want to feel happy. We want to have fun. We want everything to look positive, feel lovely. And you know what? There is nothing wrong with that. But it's both. It's got to be both. We are so quick to welcome in and embrace all the good stuff. When we feel positive and when we feel on top of the world and life feels good. But what about also embracing those heavier, darker times and feelings. Why are we so scared of them? I think we are scared of what they hold because within those darker moods and feelings are our fears. Deeply buried and held fears live there and we don't want to go there. So these voidy space, spaces or moments or times in our lives, we would rather avoid them and walk away from them, hide, repress, suppress. But slipping into the void, into the in-between nothing space is unavoidable. The void is unavoidable. It happens to all of us not just in you know, perimenopause or menopause, all of us, anytime. You may have heard it called the void, or you just might know what I'm describing. I guess the most normal way that I, I feel we describe ourselves when we are in the void is, I don't feel myself. I'm a little low. I'm feeling depressed. I'm having a crisis. I just don't know what what to do. Everything feels heavy. I don't want to do anything. I don't feel like doing anything. It's like a no thing place, a nothing place, empty. I feel unsociable. I feel like a hermit. You might be familiar with this feeling within your monthly menstruation cycle, if you still have one. Most commonly, you're going to feel it and experience it the week leading into your bleed, or maybe even the first day or two of your bleed. And, you know, that makes total sense when you think about it. We are releasing something at that point. We're letting go. Our body was preparing 
to grow a baby and now it's realized it doesn't need that anymore and so it's letting go and that is the bleed so we are actually in the practice of letting go naturally within our body and this can help help us to let go in the in our more outer world as well as our inner world so yes you might be experiencing a little void space a few days a month you, but you can also be in the void as i have for for nearly a couple of months you know like i have this autumn i was like this late last winter as well but for all the ways we may choose to describe how we feel when we are in the void i truly believe that this time in the void is to be lent into let's lean into it let's immerse ourselves in it let's not try and fill it up fill the emptiness up do we have the courage to sit in the void and not try to be productive not try to be busy not try to fill it not try to make it go away as soon as possible can we just be with it. So autumn, the void, this podcast about rewriting menopause stories, what is the connection? So as I mentioned earlier, our perimenopause years, our transition to menopause and the time we spend in postmenopause, which is give or take 20, 20, 30 years, it is our autumn season. It's the time where we are going to want to go inwards and tend to what we have ignored or repressed or denied. Where we are going to really want to let go of what is just not working for us on all levels. And this involves entering the void space more. And I should say, maybe even acknowledging when the time to enter the void shows up and going there because it kind of naturally shows up. It's not, for me, it just naturally shows up. You suddenly find yourself in it, just like falling off the edge of a cliff, unexpected. You're suddenly in this heavy, heavy time and space within yourself. But embracing the void, which by the way, is actually deeply restful and restorative, when you're not struggling against it and resisting it. Embracing the void also cultivates a deeper trust in yourself. You know, if we look in the dark corners of our life and of ourselves, we will find fears and beliefs that may be a little outdated or just need to be acknowledged and given space. We need to face our fears now, no more running away from them or pretending they're not there. And I feel like there's this kind of undercurrent of worry around wallowing in sadness or being depressed. And look, I'm not in any way trying to make light of those that are experiencing depression. I hope you feel that. But I believe part of our resistance with embracing the void fully is this unconscious label or belief that it will mean that we don't have our shit together and how awful that makes us feel. Living as most of us do in a pretty culturally linear masculine world, women are meant to have their shit together. 
we're meant to have our shit together. We're meant to look a certain way. We're meant to behave a certain way. We're meant to show up in our society a certain way. We're meant to show up in our families a certain way. We are meant to keep our shit together. And when you're in the void, sometimes you just need to let go. And that doesn't mean completely losing your shit. Maybe it does. But it does mean that you that you give yourself permission to not put on pretenses and pretend that everything is fine when it's not. It does mean pulling out of stuff if it doesn't feel good to you. It does mean allowing yourself to have a good cry or several and not making that mean anything bad or wrong or apologizing for it. It does mean really feeling yourself. It does mean perhaps not picking up the, d- the phone for a few days. Maybe it means taking a bath in the middle of the day or spending a day in bed. Just be being with yourself in that state and in that place without judgment, without drama, but instead with tenderness and curiosity and acknowledgement. And interestingly, I find that in perimenopause and menopause, because this has been my experience so far, and if if you've been listening to the other episodes in this podcast, you will have heard all the women I've interviewed voicing this very thing, perhaps in different ways, still voicing the same thing. When we are not taking regular edits or regular review or overview of what in our life is not essential anymore, and letting those things go, when we keep holding on to all the beliefs that aren't ours, you know, that if we sat with these beliefs and really questioned them honestly, we know that we don't actually believe them. Frightening, though that might be to admit to ourselves. When we are doing all the things that we're doing just or mostly just to make us look and feel like we're part of something, that we belong. But actually, if we're honest with ourselves, we don't actually care about them. We're just pretending to care. Let's be honest. Or when there are things that we really do care about, but we're keeping that quiet and under wraps because we're worried it isn't safe to express ourselves in that way. Are you with me on this? And so when we are in perimenopause and menopause and we don't do the edits regularly on all of this, and we don't go through the process of releasing and letting go. And again, I'm not talking about the superficial stuff only. I mean, that's easy. And yes, it's great to clear out the clutter. But when you get into the deeper stuff that needs releasing, that your heart is telling you enough, that is bullshit. And you know it. Let go. Stop doing that thing. Stop saying that thing when you don't really mean it. The stuff that is going to cause ripples and waves in your life, the stuff which is challenging uncomfortable, activating, the stuff that when you release it or let go of it, you may feel like some of the people close to you won't understand you anymore. That's scary. I know, but necessary. Just look at autumn and nature again. We have to let go to grow. Part of us has to die to be reborn. Over and over, this is the cycle of life. We live in every day. Every day dies at night and it gets reborn the next day. When you do this work and enter the void, when you surrender to it and trust it and allow yourself to be still in that space and see what's in the dark corners that needs to come out and be acknowledged so that it can be transformed, then 
a whole new world opens up, a world full of purpose. I have found a real purpose, like day-to-day purpose, where you're feeling the devotion in your day towards the things that you are doing. doesn't matter how small or insignificant they are. doesn't matter if anyone is watching you or not. You just feel so much more you, so much more connected to your inner essence, to your truth. You, you've got less fears. And you feel so much more fulfilled and all of this provides such a feeling of safety, like the kind of safety like you've got your own back from inside of you, not safety that you're looking for from outside of you. And I believe this is where power and freedom live for us in our menopause years, in the autumn phase of our life. You know, there's a real power um, a real strength that is available for you to feel within you that comes from you expressing the real you, who you truly are. Like there's no facade. And I feel like autumn season gives us the opportunity to go there again, to acknowledge, to surrender, to release. And I tell you, I cannot get enough of this void right now and the treasures that it's revealing to me. Thank you so much for being here. If this conversation dropped straight into your heart, I would be so grateful if you could share this podcast with the women in your life that you know would love to hear this message too. You can keep in touch with me via Instagram. I'll put my handle in the show notes. I'd love to hear how this podcast episode landed with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've loved being here with you. 